Oh, hey guys. How's it going? What is this? Episode 7 or 8? Episode 7, Mike and Adam's Amazing Wrestling Podcast. How's everyone doing out there? <laughs> I totally forgot what episode we were on. I like legitimately went to say it. I just blanked out. I had nothing. Yeah, that I had happens. The dumbest look at my face. The, the, the shit-eating grin that was on uh, Mike's face was just, great. Just, what am I doing? What, where am I and what am I supposed to say right now? Uh, where, where are we and why are we in the sandbasket? Well, well sandbasket. Shut up. God damn it. I'm too tired for this. I just got out of work. This is what this podcast is going to be the first one that we've recorded after I've gotten out of work instead of before or not on day off. So, uh, good luck, everybody. I hope you enjoy this one. Mike's a little punch drunk this week. So. Apparently, I am just all over the place. I went back to my house four different times this morning. Yeah, I left my cell phone twice. Once before I left for work. Once what? Right before I went. The last time that I was going to the gym this morning. And then two other times before I had left for the gym, I had either forgotten my keys, which was entertaining trying to get in my car, and then the other time that I just completely uh, realized that I didn't have shoes on the first time I was going to leave. So we're having a great day, guys. Punch drunk Mike today. Yeah! All right. All right. Uh, We're going to jump into it with a little bit of the news. Insert news jingle here. Yeah, all right. Uh, not a ton going on um, tonight. Uh, well, as we're recording this, it's actually probably playing. Um, we have the May Young Bracketology on the WWE Network, and I bring that up at news just because I was going over a few episodes ago a lot of the talent that is in the the classic, and I think this is it's a really good way to get an introduction to a lot of the newer uh, women that are in the tournament and get re, uh, familiarized with some of the the older ones. So that's definitely worth a watch. No, the bracketology, even for the UK, was great. Like, just them doing bracketology is amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, honestly, especially with, like, the tournaments, it, it really kind of gives you an idea of, like, who's in the, the tournament, what to expect from them, you know. They kind of give you an idea of their move set and everything. They get, the, the talent get a chance to get themselves over, it's, more importantly. It's a mini promo package to get yourself over and get yourself a little bit of fan base before you get into the tournament where you may or may not be relevant. Exactly. Huh? Yeah. Well, um, piggybacking off of that, uh, uh, we had the latest tapings for the NXT UK uh, show. I'm not actually going to give away any spoilers or anything, because that's not my deal. Um, but we did have a significant injury. Tony Storm, who's actually in the Mae Young Classic, so don't, they got, it was taped beforehand. So if, you know, I don't need to explain this for all wrestling fans. Um, Tony Storm was actually injured during the match, and there's actually no, sh- no idea what the injury was, at least at the time that I'm reading, I found out about it, and um, now. So, yeah, I don't yeah. really know too much about it, other than she was injured, so wishing Tony the best of recovery's. Um, she's super talented, and you'll see she's that in the class. Absolutely. You saw that last year in the Mayhem Classic. This year was just, she's probably just as amazing. She and, was great at the UK tournament. Yeah, and she's actually going to be one of their main pieces in NXT UK, so... It's a little bit of a bummer, but a lot of the other women over there are probably more talented than half the NXT women's roster, but we'll get into that at a different point. Yeah, no, I, I have no issue with the UK tournament losing Tony Storm because she's going to... Well, it's not... You keep saying UK tournament. It's the NXT UK. NXT UK. Yes, yeah, thank you, sir. Two the, U, the UK division. There you go. Losing Tony Storm for a yeah. little bit because... That's just going to let all the women, other women shine. Well, the good thing is, too, that's a taped show, kind of like mm-hmm. NXT. So by the time that, hopefully by the time that she's actually healed, she'll be ready to go. Um, <clears throat> on to the next little bit of piece of news. We uh, we saw Kevin Owens have a bit of a change in his storyline. And uh, at the end of his match this week, 
quit WWE, quote-unquote, if you believe that he actually quit, you're a moron, um, and you don't know how wrestling works, so that's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But for those of you that actually know what's going on, this is apparently uh, so he could be not repackaged, but reprogrammed with our favorite manager on this podcast, Paul E. Dangerously. I love Paul E. Ken- Kevin Owens is apparently going to be the next Kevin Owens guy, as I've read this as of this morning. Okay. Um, you I, know, I think this is kind of like a similar issue, the similar situation to when he was uh, Paul was paired with Punk, where Kevin doesn't necessarily need a mouthpiece. But it might be beneficial to him to get himself back over and kind of get back to what his character is supposed to be. Kevin, in my experience, is better when he has somebody to play with. Right, absolutely. Jericho, Sami Zayn, somebody who's not necessarily the other guy in the ring across from him. Yeah, he's a, he needs somebody to bounce off of. It, mm-hmm. it definitely helps him for sure. He's a very strong promo on his own, and when given the right... Um, I don't want to say motivation because he's obviously a motivated person, but when his character has the right motivations, mm-hmm. like um, I think back to ROH when he was the leader of Scum, which was a, a stable of his that had Johnny Gargano, not Johnny Gargano, uh, Jimmy Jacobs, Steve Carino, Matt Hardy was in it at one point. Um, they were all against, um, what the hell's his name? Um, guy with the tennis racket, holy shit. Uh, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette, thank you. Why, why did it take me so long with that? But that was a great... I really enjoyed that. That was like the glory days of ROH. Not that right now is not good, because right now is amazing for ROH. But it'll be interesting to see if uh, our boy Kevin comes back on the show with uh, with Paul in tow. Which would be interesting, depending on how they go with the whole Brock thing, but we'll deal with that at a later point. Yeah, no. Uh, the question is, is he coming back with Paul in tow, or is Paul coming back with Kevin in tow? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think it would be more so Paul bringing Kevin back. You know, kind of doing the, oh, I see your potential and you could be so much more Paul Dangerously type, you know, hyping him up bullshit. The one thing Paul is kind of missing these days is a hat. And an active wrestler. And a cell phone. An active wrestler. Well, that too. Reason to be on television? The big brick cell phone, though, when he actually was hitting people with it was hilarious. I would love to see him just pull that out and just nail somebody with it once more. Just, just, just one more time. Just one more time. Just nail somebody with the brick cell phone from the yeah, 80s. Just pull it out of, like, Just a go full AWA on somebody. <laughs> have it in a fanny pack, too. <laughs> and then wear the baseball cap. Because you got to wear the baseball cap. Oh, yeah. Back. Well, no. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, he, he wore the baseball cap back then with the suit. No, he didn't. Sometimes. Not when he was doing the Polly Dangerously character. It seemed that way. No, just when he was on uh, um, ECW. Okay. When I think when I say Pauly Dangerously, I think of WCW, not. Oh, ECW. I think AWA. Well, AWA too, yeah, but they, he never wore a hat in AWA. I thought he did. No, yeah, well, maybe I'm wrong. He did have the cell phone though. He did have the cell phone. Yep. Um, and he'd go against Cornette. Yes, he would. Yeah. Oddly enough, uh, our final bit of news is today the PWI, that's the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, I believe. Yeah, Pro Wrestling yeah. Illustrated. The top 500 came up today. Um, I don't know everybody on the list. I do know the top 10 as of right now, and I will give them to you because I like doing that. We have at number 10, Michael the Miz Mizanin. Great, great pick. Sure. Number 9, Tetsuo Naito. Okay. Tequilo. Number 9, or 8, our boy Cody Rhodes. Okay. Shooting up from 33 last year. Cody had a hell of a year. Absolutely. 100%. I don't think there was anybody that had maybe a better year other than maybe Kenny Omega. I I think Kenny Omega's year was made better by having Cody in it. 
Sure, absolutely. He had something to do until he won the title. Yeah. <laughs> or until, after he won the title and before subsequently. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think Cody, there's a picture that uh, Cody tweeted out that I keep thinking back of every time we talk about Cody. What's that? The, the one where he got his face gashed open. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been his year. Yeah. He he busted his ass. He busted his ass. Absolutely. He, he went out and kicked ass. Nobody can say that he didn't work to get where he is. No. So, uh, and with especially with All In coming up, it's been one hell of a year for Cody Rhodes. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, next up at number seven is Roman Reigns. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised he's actually in the top ten. I thought he had a shit year. Um, From a match standpoint, none of them were good. I, the one or two were good. Most of them... The problem is he had... 58 matches this year. Not even that. It's just he didn't have anything of quality after maybe the beginning of the year. Yeah. In, in wrestling terms. Because mm-hmm. he started the year effectively by by beating The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That, that's when the year officially starts for wrestling, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly when the timetable is. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, he started with Taker. He had a great promo the night after. And we, I use promo loosely. He said three words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it was one of his best promos. Sure. And then... So you know what that means? He had a couple good matches with Joe after that. You know what that... No, he didn't. He had one good match with Joe and like three stinkers. Okay. Uh, You know what that tells me though? Hmm. Is that less is more when it comes to Roman Reigns. Less is more, I thought. We'll talk about it in a little bit. He's really good. This week was pretty good. He's really good when it comes to responding. He's not good at setting the tone or getting getting a promo off the off the grounds himself. He he's better at responding to somebody. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. Um, I think he would be better at promos if he was let off the leash, so oh, to speak. If you haven't noticed that guys are getting more and more freedom. They are, but they're not totally. Yeah, I, I honestly loose. think that Roman's just not that good at promos. We'll see. I might be just being super critical because I'm just I'm just genuinely exhausted by him. You might be. Um, so I'm not gonna like shit on him for the next ten minutes, but I, I don't think he's very good at promos anymore. I just don't. We'll see what happens in the we coming will. weeks. And, I, and I'm not gonna hold. I'm not gonna say that he's just not good at promos. Never gonna be. You, unfortunately, the one of the things that we hold against Roman is suffering sabotage, and that wasn't. No, I man. actually I don't even give a shit about that. I've never cared about that. I knew that That's was a right. shit line fed to him by writers. Yeah. I, I knew that from the instant it happened. I just laughed. The, well, I was actually like super high before when the first time I saw I saw that. So I just I actually kind of laughed at it. So fair enough. Uh, but to continue with the list, um, which is very entertaining to me after this Monday, na- at number six we have Braun Strowman. Yeah, that, that we'll get into that. I don't uh, mind that. <laughs> number five is Seth Rollins, who I'm not. Su- I'm actually no. surprised isn't flip flopped with number four Brock Lesnar. I don't think Brock deserves to be in the top ten. I don't think Brock deserves to be on the list. There should be a minimum number of days you need to wrestle. <laughs> sure. Uh, I won't be too upset with agreeing with that. Um, like, number three is Okada. Had a great year. Best One of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Arguably, one, arguably 1B to Omega's 1A. Yeah. Uh, and, well, I kind of spoiled number one for you. But so, uh, number two is our boy AJ Styles. Yeah. So the, the Fed is getting a little bit of uh, respect with AJ being number two. I don't even necessarily think that's the Fed getting respect. I think that's AJ just being one of the best wrestlers in the mm-hmm. world. And the only person that beat him is the person that replaced him. Mm-hmm. And that's Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, I think most of these guys had a great year um, outside of Reigns and Lesnar. 
I think Roman started the year strong, maybe top fifty. I, not it, top to me, 10. It, to me, it's always been, and this might be just like the football player in me, because with football awards, it's always based on how you end the season, not really how you start it. Yeah. Um, but that's unfortunately, not, with wrestling, a year is a year. A year is a year with wrestling, and really, you're only as good as, as good to me as your last match. Mm-hmm. And Roman's last few matches have been, um, in a word, trash. Mm. His feuds have been. Garbage, but he's been feuding with and somehow a he, non-existent entity. He, yeah, he's been not, he's been feuding with a non-existent entity, and the one person that he officially is feuding with now, it, they should be in a totally reverse situation. Okay, but we'll get into that as we get into RAW. I don't want to uh, kind of get get too much into this now. So uh, I'm gonna let Adam lead us off this yeah. week with Raw. And, uh, with that, we're gonna segue into Raw, and uh, we'll start with. Uh, oh wait, Roman Reigns coming out. Uh, I forgot. So we're just gonna pick right up from where we just left off. Uh, Roman comes out and uh, he starts saying, "You know, hey, it's my yard. The usual kind of Roman bullshit." And then uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, Braun, you came out." Can I put up a fence around his yard? Like, nobody wants to come in, bud. <laughs> You're the shitty dog that the mailman p- sprays pepper spray at. Fuck off. Well, it's his yard for now. Braun has officially cashed in his Money in the Bank contract ahead of time for a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, this this promo segment was actually pretty good. Um, it was I, great. I think they cut great promos on each yeah, other. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know... I'm kind of reacting to it the way I am because I know what happens at the end of Raw. Mm-hmm. It, it it just the together they don't make sense. I liked that Dolph and Drew come out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, and yeah, start cutting a promo on the two of them. Yes. And then it's the impromptu tag team, which that makes sense. I've I've told you before. It's like, cross storyline. Like, I like those. I like situations like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's the ending of what happened. Well. We'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. Now, with that, there were a couple things that I, I want to call out in this. Be my guest. Meat Shack. Meat Shack? So, Corey called him a meat castle yeah, at the pay-per-view. We're reaching now. Now we're calling Braun Strowman a meat shack in the ring. I mean, that, that, Twice. that, that sounds like a like a, a, a shack filled with dicks. <laughs> Just like severed dicks. Or, or venison. Nah, it, nah. That, that sounds too appealing. It's A meat shack sounds like it's just filled with a the pile fact that, of severed dicks. <laughs> the fact that Roman called him out and called him a meat shack, okay, cool, that's kind of a weak insult, but it's an insult. And then when he turns to him when they're like, the match has been made. You should turn around a fucking chihuahua. <laughs> and you look at him and go, okay, meat shack, let's do this. Right. Uh, Roman, what were you thinking? What were you thinking there, Roman? He's trying to be... He's just trying to be clever. He's trying to be funny. Um, I give him props for trying to be funny, but in that situation, props for trying to be funny when you're consistently unfunny. Well, is he a is he a serious is he a serious character? Am I supposed to take him seriously, or am I supposed to laugh at him? Can't you do both with like Ziggler? You can. But you have to be good at it. Well, Ziggler's also a stand-up comedy in his off hour. This yeah, stand-up I don't, comedian even, I don't even care about that. I'm just talking about Ziggler the wrestler. Yeah, that's fair. I have to be entertained by it. I have to be able to actually laugh at it. I'm not, I'm not forcing a laugh because I'm told to. Yeah. Uh, that was the first 15 minutes of the show. Of course it was. Um, dear WWE, I would like the 15 you know, minutes back. I, you know, I, would, I could think of a million better things to do, like, I don't know, eat some ribs. <laughs> You would say that. Um, I was going to go with fapping, but it's a family show. Ugh. It's not a family show. I've said show. fuck seven times now. <laughs> um, Fair enough. I'm counting. 
I'm feeling quite upset. Yes. Um, I, you know what? Actually, com- compared this, the, the length of this segment was not nearly as bad as most of them. No. So I'm actually not too upset. It's usually when they run the first 25 minutes of the show. That's when I'm a little upset. Yep. It wasn't that bad. Um, then Corbin shows up and demand. It says, "Oh wait, uh, I don't care. You guys have your match. Um, I'm going to fight Finn Balor tonight." Not the demon, the man. Because apparently you can separate the man whose name means the demon king. Don't don't tell Baron that. Okay. Um, yeah. Also, demon king Baron. Who outranks who? Right, right. Exactly. Well, yeah. And like, uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Maybe I, that's the basis of this feud. He's just upset he's a Baron and not a king. I just need this to end. I yeah. I need it to end yesterday. Um, I'm hoping Hell in a Cell there's another demon match. I don't actually give a shit how it ends now. I just want it to. They don't have good matches. Corbin spends 20 minutes in a, uh, in a chin lock mm-hmm. in every single match that he has. I think he's forgotten how to wrestle. Uh, there were quite a few you can't wrestle chants yeah. during this match. It's, and it, you know what? I, I don't agree with that because I think Baron's actually a, a, a credible worker and is a decent wrestler. I would have said that six months ago. I don't yeah. know if I could say that uh, Except for, yeah, absolutely. The last six months, he's proven to me that he knows the chin lock. He he's a penguin who's forgotten to swim. Yeah, he knows he knows a chin lock, deep six, and I don't remember the last time he actually hit the end of days. Actually, that was Monday night on Raw. The match ended with oh yeah, he did. first a disqualification yeah. that he then reversed his general manager, made it an ODQ match, yeah. and then beat Finn with a chair. So as much as then I, hit the end of days. As much as I do want to shit on him right now for his like in, in, ineptitude when it comes to wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, I actually kind of dig the what he's doing as. So the GM part the GM. is great. Right, right now he's do he's he's shit on one end and great on the other. He's burning the candle at both ends and one of them's not lit. He's a poopy flavored lollipop. You're, you're excited because it's candy and then you. He's lick a shit flavored tootsie pop. Sure, huh. I said lollipop, but tootsie pop. I was makes, going with the, makes it funnier. I was going with the dodgeball reference. Oh. Uh-huh. You ever want to watch Adam hump a doorknob? I don't. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. I'm confused. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> All right, moving that's on. That's what Baron Corbin does to me. <laughs> Baron Corbin pisses people off. Um, the next match on the card, uh, we're pretty much going to skip over. Sasha Banks defeated Dana Brooke by submission. Whoop. Uh, that does have a little bit to do with the ongoing, possibly, end of Titus Worldwide, but that's really the only... Apparently, Dana Brooks' spot at WWE Evolution was on the line in that match, I heard. Oh. That was something that I caught on commentary. But I don't think that's legit. I think they said that something about her trying to get a spot, and this would go along. I don't know the exact verbiage, so I pretend I didn't even say anything. Yeah, Corey Graves was probably talking about his ass again. Yeah, probably. I was only half paying attention once I heard Dana's music hit anyways. Yeah, I like Dana, but not for her wrestling ability. Uh, that's wrong. Um, she's an okay wrestler. Yeah, no. She's a better personality. She's a nice lady. <laughs> She's a nice lady. All right. Um, match three on the card. An Intercontinental Championship match. Seth Rollins defeats Kevin Owens in an actually really good Thought match. That match was amazing. It was a great match. Probably one of Kevin's best in the last six months. It's definitely the best television match he's had in a while. Yeah, no. Best TV match Kevin has probably the last year. I, I would say in the last six months that might have been his best match. I don't remember yeah. every single Kevin Owens match. Mostly because what he's been doing is kind of unforgettable, un- un- unrememberable. His matches with uh, Sammy were good. With Sammy, yeah. Yeah, because they know each other inside out backwards. Yeah, they've been they've been wrestling each other for twenty years. Yeah, 
Those have been his best matches all year, except for this. Right, and I and I'm, that's another feud I just don't ever want to see again in WWE television. Though, if I'm not mistaken, Seth did meet up with KO in ROH briefly. Oh, quite a bit. Yeah, they were there both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So they also have a good chemistry together. Absolutely. I, I was never going to doubt that either of them have a good match. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. It's like sometimes you get guys like that together and you're just like, that match should have been better. Yeah. No, that, that's not this match. Yeah, that's definitely not this match. But that's why I'm, all, I'm never like, this is going to be a great classic. Yep. Uh, Owens misses a moonsault. There's a curb stomp. That doesn't really do give it justice, but yeah, that's more or less how the match ends. That's how the match ends. Kevin sits in a chair and then quits his job. <laughs> he waits for the commercial break to end. Yeah. And then quits his... Oh, waits for a promo package. Yeah. And then quits his job. Yeah. Which I kind of like, that's like a, because then it's like, oh, they were just like hurrying to go and do the thing, and then they came back, and he's still on the ring. Yeah. I kind of I kind of dug the way they did that. Um, For every, like... Shitty for every like twelve shitty things that I th- I see on Raw, it's like yeah, there's a gem occasionally. There's a gem there and here and there. So yeah, this is a nice one. Yeah, uh, but like oh. I, like I was saying in the news, I think they there was talk about him coming back as the next Paul Heyman guy, which you and I have already been in through a little bit here already. I like Paul Heyman guys. Yeah, I uh, unless they're Curtis Axel. Um, that worked out for like ten minutes, but Triple H isn't willing to put anybody over. So there's that. Yeah. Oh, you don't give me the shit that Curtis beat him. He didn't beat him. He beat him, but he didn't. Roman won the cage match against Brock. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, there were some really cool promo packages this week that were completely unrelated to everything and was just aimed at Australia this week. If I uh, if I see another promo package for Triple H versus The Undertaker, I will not watch that show. I liked the, hey, who do you think is going to win? Just seeing the I old legends come back. I don't give a shit. I don't even care. But I like seeing some of those old guys. Don't tell me it's the end of an era and then you bring it back. <laughs> because you want to put on a big show at, at, in Australia. Guess what? That match is probably going to suck tits. <laughs> I'm su- super like hypercritical right now. But here's yeah. the thing. The Undertaker can't, wrestle can't move. He physically cannot move. He beat John Cena in less than five minutes. It's the right. now I'm just saying things to get you're getting Mike, me a little riled up, <laughs> um, up because his rants make good make for good radio. Yeah, they do make for good podcasts. Here's, but here, you can't put on a good match with one guy doing all the work. You can if it's five minutes long. Yeah, which is what the match with Cena was. Yeah, you're not going to get that out of Triple H. Triple no. H is going to want to have a 25 minute classic, and it's going to be a five minute pile of garbage. He's going to want a burn burner, and he's not going to get it. He's not going to get it. Yeah. It was, and it, I don't know if it's going to be his fault. And I hope that I am pleasantly surprised and completely wrong about this because I love the Undertaker. But I based hope on what that I that Trips is spending a lot of time at Undertaker's place. It with has a ring nothing with to Taker. do with that. It has everything to do with his ability to physically move his body. When you are stiffer than a board, yeah, and you can barely take a bump, and it doesn't look even remotely believable, it's not going to get over. We'll see what happens. I have a feeling it's going to be the main event. Oh, based on how it's being promoted, if it's not, I'll be mad. Because if you're just promoing like this for a five-minute middle-of-the-card match, I will never watch Raw or SmackDown again. I have a feeling it's going to be match four in, like, 20. I will drive over to your house and punch you in the throat if it's match number four. Okay. It's going to be match four of 20. It's going to be 35 minutes long. And I'm gonna jump out of the window the right main now ev- already. <laughs> the main event's gonna be Roman versus somebody. Probably Joe. Probably Braun. 
Oh, you know, if you want to give me the most boring match we possibly can, yeah. give me Roman and Joe, who have absolutely no chemistry together, apparently. Yeah, no. You would think they could, maybe. Mm, meh. Yeah. Too, they're too similar. Sometimes two similar styles don't match. You mean like Finn and Seth? Yeah. <laughs> Same idea. Maybe. That could be the main event. I'd rather do heroin. <laughs> I'd rather get tainted heroin. I mean, let's not get that far. Yeah. I'm not being trying, trying to be Philip Seymour Hoffman. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, that's an obscure reference. Yeah. <laughs> very Shout out to you movie buffs that get it. Yeah. Um, next up, we got a Elias <laughs> segment that gets interrupted by the most unlikely of persons. You know what? I so I, I love the Elias segments, and I don't because I mostly because I don't have to watch them. Mm-hmm. I can listen. Yeah. Um, and I was on Twitter, and, and literally I hear Trish's music hit, and I go, huh? <laughs> You gotta remember, we were in Toronto, Ontario, I, I Canada. I totally this forgot. Week. I had totally forgot. And he's insulting Canada, right? So there are two people who are going to come out and address this. Both are more women, which is entertaining. Yeah, three people. Yeah, well, Jericho, but he's not going to show up because he's doing the New Japan. Thing. And he's not really. He doesn't give a shit about Canada. He does, but he doesn't. And it's not. It's Winnipeg that he cares about. That's true. He doesn't give a shit about Toronto. Fuck That's Toronto. fair. That's fair. But Trish comes out. She lays a verbal beat down on Elias. For somebody who's out of practice seven years. Here's the thing is when you're the GOAT, you're the GOAT. Yeah, no. She's probably the greatest woman of all time. For, yeah, I would say that Trish Stratus is probably the greatest women's wrestler of all time at the, at, at the moment. At the moment, she could be topped. Who knows? Maybe Tony, Tony Storm will come back from her injury. And uh, I'm a big fan of Tony Storm, but I'm thinking more so Charlotte. Charlotte, Alexa. Alexa. I, I don't know if Alexa's ring ability will ever get there, but she's definitely got the personality. I did I did enjoy Alexa's little quip about the woman that replaced you because I go, that's what I would have said. <laughs> if you, you want to throw shit like that into people's faces, if you can. The smack that she laid. Oh, she got all all of it. She got all of it and the microphone. Oh, yeah. That's why he's scurrying scurrying out of the ring. The biggest issue I had with this promo. Yeah. There's two things. Yeah. The kimono still looks stupid. I love the kimono. I think it's... It's great. It's great heel. It still looks stupid. Oh, it's great heat. It's great stupid heel. Admittedly... And that Trish called it out was great. Yeah, absolutely. It does look silly. As much as I love it, it does look silly. So, I'm going to put it on one of three things that this happened during this promo. The microphone was too close to Elias' mouth. Mm-hmm. I haven't been paying attention to Elias for the last year and a half. Yeah. Or he was drunk. You haven't been paying attention to Elias the last year and a half. Because that lisp was bad. No, it's been there. I've never noticed it before. Yeah, it's been there. It's not as bad as most nights, but it, uh, it was it was kind of bad. It was in and out more. more so I think the microphone might have been out of position, too, because she he knew he was going to get slapped. Yeah, that's powerful, power um, too. Which might be a reason why I didn't notice it. Yeah. Nothing against the lisp. I just noticed it. No, it's it's not super noticeable unless you're once. But once you hear it, you're like, oh, I heard it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I pointed that out to uh, uh, my lady as we were watching the segment today because I made her watch it because Trish. Because Trish. Because it's her second favorite female wrestler of all time. Who's her first? China. Yeah, all right. Can't hate that. No, yeah, no matter at all. No. Um, but yeah. I don't um, know who you. Who my answer would be. I honestly don't know. Sable. I'm, Sable's not a wrestler. She wrestled. Tried it. She's as much of a wrestler as you are. I probably couldn't throw that power bomb as good. I'll give you that. Yeah. She, she does throw a mean power bomb. She does throw a mean power bomb. It's not that hard, though. No. Um, so then they're interrupted. Nandalia scurries out of the ring. Yep. Yeah. Th- so, as much as good this as was this segment was, three it promos ended put together. so goddamn awkwardly. It was three promos put together. Right. 
Um, you had the Elias bashing Canada, Trish saves Canada promo. Yep. You had the women's promo. Yep. Which builds up WWE Evolution. Yep. Which and got, can't not pro- promo it at any point that you literally can. It was a good point because Trish was in the ring. Yeah, you know what my biggest problem with is? Is when everybody's like, WWE Evolution, WWE Evolution. Stop saying the WWE part. We know what you're talking about. No, you're talking about TNA Evolution. Right, or... or, or NJPW, uh... Lucha Underground Evolution. Triple A Evolution. That actually would probably be a triple A promotion, uh, pay-per-view. It would, because it's Lucha Underground. Yeah. Well, no. Oh, Evolution? No, Triple A owns part of Lucha Underground. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. You said Lucha Underground owns. No, I said because AAA owns Lucha. Oh, I see what you're saying. I get yeah. it. Okay. okay. Um, but Trish is in the ring. When Alexa says that she didn't say the WWE, it made me smile a little bit. Mm-hmm. The back and forth with Trish and Alexa was great. Yeah. Because um, she really did replace her in that role. In that heelish, that, I don't want to say blonde, but they kind of used the blonde archetype as mm-hmm. the heel. Um, the, the attractive female heel role. Yeah. yeah. Not to say the other women on the roster are not attractive. No, but that is specifically her role. Yeah. Right. Look good, be heel. Yeah. Which, she's probably the second best heel in the company right now. Overall? Yeah. Okay. Be- behind the Miz? Behind the Miz. Yeah. Actually, again... Like, just pure heel. Pure heel. As we were watching yeah. it, Jess and I were talking, and it's like, she's like, she's probably the best heel in the company. I'm like, she's here's probably the, the yeah, second. Yeah, here's the thing is, if you don't like Alexa Bliss, she's doing her job. Yeah, no. If you actually hate her, yeah, she's winning. Yeah. If you like her, she's winning. No, nah, no, nah, she's not winning. If you like her, but it doesn't she doesn't give a shit if you don't like her, yeah. or if you do like her. Yeah, so, she doesn't care. Right, that's the character. She's got a pig. Can we move on? That's all she cares about. <laughs> um, and then you have the return of Mickey James. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I was, I smiled a little bit because you know how much I love Mickey and Trish together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, oh. <laughs> I was hoping to see some outside the ring decentness. You know what? There wasn't I wouldn't much. be surprised if this isn't a one-off for Trish and she has a like not necessarily a run, but she has a few matches. Six six months of just promos. Not and... even six months. I'm thinking maybe like Evolution to Survivor Series. Like she. Has I'm a... thinking Evolution to Rumble. Sure. Why? Because you did the Women's Rumble. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, yeah, and she'll you you she might even get a title shot. Yeah. No, because they're going with Ronda. As a champ, if Alexa was still if Alexa champ, wins it back prior to Evolution, I think Trish would get a shot. Yeah, the um, match at Evolution would be a shot. Yeah, but she's not going to win it back at a Hell in a Cell. I don't think. We'll see what happens. We'll get to that point at a later time because yeah. I, I don't even know if I want to talk about Hell in a Cell eventually. Uh, we're, we got to get there. It'll be hellish. Yeah, but we'll get there. We'll see if I even watch. So. All right, and then Natty and Alexa had a crap match. Because it's Natty and uh, not uh, sorry Alicia. No, I didn't think it was crap. I thought it was a, I thought it was a short little nice match. It was an okay match. So here's the thing: is while everybody shits on Alexa, uh, Alicia, 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 Alicia Fox, Alicia Fox. So while she's not the greatest wrestler in the world, she can bump her ass off. Yeah. And, and her in ring psychology is great. Her her trash talk is always on point. She's always doing the, the... She's one of the few women on the roster who's loud enough to actually have the in-ring microphones yeah, pick her up. Between her and Carmella, I think they do a great job at in-ring, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So We need more of that. Maybe we just get a microphone closer. No, it's not even that. Just tell them to be louder. Yeah. Don't tell me that these women can't be louder. Okay. I, no, I'm talking in general. Yeah. Even the guys. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I would love to see Seth actually trash talk somebody in the ring for once. Well, it doesn't make sense necessarily for his character, but I get it at the same time. I mm-hmm. understand what you're saying. Um, part of the problem too is you don't want to pick up calls. 
True. If you don't want to well, I don't say move the microphone closer. Maybe just have them shout louder. And right. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I wouldn't. I'm not mad at that as well. No, because it would be great to have Seth go, you son of a bitch, after he gets hit. Right. And just hear the faintest just bit Just a of little it. bit more. That's all yeah, we need. Yeah, just a little bit more. We don't need every call. We don't need... Yeah, I don't need to hear everything like I'm watching a Young Bucks match in New Japan, but... <laughs> True. Oh, you can hear them clear as day, but they're making themselves clear as day. Yeah. I love when uh, you hear Nick and Matt just go, you're dead! <laughs> and they super kick people. It's awesome. Yeah. I know it's coming when I hear it. It's a... Half the time it's like watching a video game with those two, though. It's also a good way to call your spots. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Um, so that wasn't too bad. Uh, the Bella Twins, they're going to wrestle next week on Raw. Moving on. I, 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 no, I have, a, I have something to say about this. <laughs> okay. How are they on both shows? How is Only Bree, one's on both shows. How is Brie, and they haven't even acknowledged it. No, no. How is Brie backing up her husband on SmackDown? And partnering with her sister on Raw. Because she's got two contracts. She's Fuck a wrestler off. contract for Raw and a manager contract for SmackDown. But she's wrestling on SmackDown. I wasn't nice try. That. Nice try. Move, moving on with my, my point. Uh, why are we shoehorning the Bellas in here? I, like, I don't... It was the Because most, I have a feeling we're going to see more so and awkward. more women. We're going to see more and more women showing up. I don't have up. no problem with more women. I have problems with the Bella Twins being shorn, shoehorned into everything. But they're the Bella Twins. They carried that division forever. They drove it into the ground. Very true. They are what killed the Divas division, quote unquote. Um, yes. Well, it depends. When we say killed the Divas division, do we mean ushered in a new era of women's wrestling that it they could then be called so women's wrestling? They were so bad that if they didn't change how the women's division was going, they should have just eliminated the women's division together. Okay, because I was going to say AJ Lee and Paige really killed the Divas division. Oh, no, no, no. They... Allowing for the women's division. They dropped the elbow on the women's division. The Bellas drove it into the ground. Okay. Fair enough. The Bellas were the the, the the ire of my scorn for four years, basically. But Twin Magic is such a great finish. They don't even have the same size tits. They do now. Yeah. Actually, no, Bree's bigger now. That's a terrible thing for me to have said. That's awful. Yeah, um, no, they, they, they had different bodies. But here's types. the thing. Actually, that is a good point, though. They did try to do, do they actually did do it once where, like, Brie had stuffed her bra. Okay. Or was wearing, like, some kind of whatever. And I did like that when they did that. Because it was funny. It was funny. I liked it. Um, but when they kept doing it, like, after Brie or Nikki had gotten her uh, implants. Implants. I just like why? Are, with it, why, why, that is gotta be the can, dumbest they, ref on the planet. They can more successfully pull it off now after Bree has had a child. Absolutely. Well, better. Yeah. Yeah, better. Yeah. Um, but I, I just I not I, to objectify them as women. I know. I'm not even trying to say that, but just as a as a storytelling piece, it doesn't make any sense. How are the referees that stupid? I know. Why, why do I have a feeling that Earl Hebner did something dumb too? Why you, what? No, he's just an ant. Oh, you know, you know why he got fired? He was selling bootleg merch on the side. Oh, wasn't? Yeah. So he did do something dumb. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. About. Oh, well, you're thinking about like something. Oh, stupid. Montreal. What about Montreal? He was the ref for that. Yeah. Match. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the yeah. He was the ref for the screwdriver. Yeah, he was the ref for the screwdriver. Well, that doesn't matter. He just knew how to play ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I I don't need the Bre- Bella the Brella twins. The Bella Twins on both shows. Um, I don't even like Nikki Bella. Be- I keep screwing up. Nikki Bella. I keep screwing up which one I want to talk about by Brie? saying the. You don't other. like Brie. I don't like either of them. 
Uh, but I don't like. I don't even like Brie with Daniel Bryan. I, I looked at it Laura. It makes sense. It you know it makes sense from a storytelling pr- perspective. So, but I just don't this, like her. Do you know what this allows us to do? To to extend out the Miz Daniel Bryan feud. It does that, but it allows for the following triple threat mixed gender tag match at WrestleMania, where John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. And the Miz and Maurice. What happened next on Raw? <laughs> uh, next on Raw, we had Bobby Lashley defeating the Ascension. Not one of them. Not not Victor. Not Connor. But, but the entire Ascension. Yeah. Well, the the what did you think was going to happen? Handicap match. Um, I just I enjoyed that. Like on the Titantron before the match, mm-hmm. Corbin shows up and goes, "Oh, sorry, Bobby. I t- I forgot. To, I didn't know who your your opponent was earlier, and couldn't tell you who your opponent was earlier because I forgot you have." opponents and then the incentive the essential- I hope he had that I didn't get to see this match because it wasn't on the uh, Hulu cut but I hope he had that dopey southern accent because that would make Baron Corbin a little bit more bearable oh I didn't realize I was even doing an accent you did the uh, hey look at here I couldn't tell you the uh, oh yeah, yeah so yeah yeah no that's definitely uh, like you were halfway to Michael PSAs uh, you know sometimes do 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 don't sue me uh, <laughs> sorry Bruce we love we love you, Bruce. I I just didn't get, like, I was like, am I supposed to think the Ascension is going to do anything here? <laughs> because they didn't. So, <laughs> as we were prepping our episode and we were going over the match list, uh, I turned to Michael and he goes, oh, you didn't see this match? They don't put the Ascension on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, so, that was kind of how irrelevant this match was. Yes, the colognes were. <laughs> yeah, it It's because the bar was there. Yeah, it's because of the match they were in. Yeah. Uh, but this match is short. Bobby destroys him, calls it a day, moves on. All right, next match. Dean Ambrose defeats Jinder Mahal. You know, this was a real short one, but I thought this was a great five-minute match. I think it's like 5.30. I think it was a good transitional match. No, absolutely. Here's the thing. is If you can do... You can put on all the 20-minute classics you want. The real way to tell... Now, this is just my opinion. I think one of the best ways to tell how good of a wrestler you are is what you can do in five minutes. Yeah. Is if you can put on something entertaining in five minutes... Somebody, That's how everyone figured out Goldberg couldn't wrestle. Yeah, yeah, because he tried to wrestle Regal, and he went 11 minutes and couldn't get past seven. There was supposed to be a six-minute match. Yeah, and it went 11. Yeah. He got to seven minutes, where before it got real out of control. Mm-hmm. Hip toss. Couldn't take a hip toss. But it's Regal. Regal makes everything look good. Regal does except make Except for that match. Except for Goldberg. <laughs> William Regal could wrestle a broom. And it would be an entertaining match. It's not. He's not. He's not dusty. He's not going to make you ooh and ah about it. Okay. But he's like, ah, oh, yeah, that was a technical match. That's who William Regal is. Regal can wrestle a broom, but Eric Bischoff can't interview one. What are you talking about? You haven't seen that interview, have you? No. Uh, Bischoff once tried out for the WWE before he went to WCW. Oh, I do. Rem- I know you're talking. And about Vince that. had him interview a broom. Yeah. Well, that's that's silly. Vince is a weird guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the shout out for anyone who's watched Monday Night Wars more than once. Yeah, I've only watched it the one time. I've watched the Rise and Fall of WCW a ton of times, though. I'm surprised it's not on there. No, it's definitely the Monday Night Wars. Like oh, you know, it's also on the Bischoff DVD. Is it? Yeah, I remember seeing that there. Okay. Bischoff DVD's good, though. Yeah, I liked it. I like all those. I love the st- I love the stories behind wrestling more than I do wrestling right now. I'm agreeing. I was thinking about checking out one of the collections on WWE later. There you go. I think yeah, Trish I also, and Lita. I also recommend uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, 
Impact Wrestling, yeah. Lucha Underground, NXT, any other wrestling that literally you anything except for Raw or SmackDown, you'll find entertainment value in, and it's going to be better than anything you see on live television. Oh, by the way, Two Hundred Five Live is awesome this week. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the final match of the night, we had Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, uh, which ended. If I had enough hair, I would pull it out. I got plenty of hair, and I'm already pulling it out. Yeah, uh, this it's a decent match. Roman gets the shit kicked out of him for all of it, and then tags Braun in, and Braun says, "I'm good." <laughs> Braun Strowman, the gentleman who will get his triple crown because he won. A tag match. He's not going to get a triple crown. He doesn't have a uh, lower card title. He will get one. Eventually, yeah. He will get a triple crown without ever winning a tag team match. No, he will. He'll get a tag title eventually. They'll shoehorn him with somebody else. He'll he'll be a tag champ with the Big Show by the end of the year. If he doesn't win this title. No, he'll still be the tag champ with the Big Show by the end of the year. You, you can so? write that down. I, I'm I'm going to write that down. I'm calling that right now. Okay. We're gonna it put is it. August 29th. 2018, Braun Strowman by the end of 2019, or tw- by the beginning of 2019, will have won the tag titles with the big show. Okay. Uh, Mike is writing it down. We're going to pin it to the wall here in the studio. and uh, Studio. It's your side room. <laughs> Shut up. It's called the studio as far as my Google's concerned. <laughs> um, but yeah. So well, we're going to pin it here. and uh, You keep talking. I'm writing. Mike's going to have to have to have some kind of eating crow when... Uh, I'm not going to have to eat crow because it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, and we'll just it, figure something it, out then. The only other exception is Mark Henry. So if he if he wins a put tag... Put down Big Show or Mark Henry. <laughs> Can I just put down Giant? <laughs> Cast might come back and get that tag title. Will win tag title with Giant. With other Giant wrestler. Other Giant. One exception, it can't be the Great Khali. No, I don't... I, I wouldn't let that happen. I hate, I hate him. I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. I have, right. lot, I have a lot of hate in my heart. Yeah. Um. So, match kind of a no contest disqualification. Basically. Yeah, I think the ref kind of thing. The ref rules it up no contest. Um, the three of them just beat the piss out of Roman. It's real awkward at first because like Strowman just kind of nods them on to keep going, and they're like, "Okay." <laughs> that like that's literally the look that Roman, uh, not Roman, but Ziggler and Drew had. They like looked at each other, shrugged their shoulders, and went, "All right." <laughs> Let's do this. And they started putting the boots to him. Um, it's not a bad way to end Raw, um, but it also explains why Kevin Owens quit his job. You know, if you spent the last six months trying to get somebody over as a baby face and destroyed your body to do so just for them to turn him heel because the other person you want to get over as a baby face can't get himself over, mm-hmm. um, I want to quit my job too. This is going to be kind of probably fuel eventually for the return of... Uh, Kurt Angle, that Baron Corbin let the show get out of hand like this on yeah, that one I, night. I said that. That's what I said last week. Is Trump? Uh, Trump. Oh my God. Uh, Kurt. Kurt will have a triumphant return mm-hmm. to the GM spot. Unfortunately, if you would have said the other name you were going to say, it would actually be kind of a return to. No. Never. Yeah. Never again. I will yeah. never. I, I don't even acknowledge that. I acknowledge that as much as WWE does. Yeah, they haven't. Exactly. In years. Exactly. It's only because of WrestleMania. What five? I don't know. Four. The one that they had at Trump Plaza. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. I try not to remember anything that he's involved with because yeah. well, I see him on the TV all day. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they beat the crap out of a, out of Roman. The shield comes out to defend their shield. Attempted, which, which is very confusing because they were ready for war last week in their shield gear, but this mm-hmm. week not so much. Yeah, they they have the new shield T-shirt, which is a yeah, Lesnar he... T-shirt with for the shield because it's right. Toronto. Right. So it's the thing with Roman is he's not be he. They made this switch to to put Braun to make Braun the heel. Because Roman sells the most merch. Mm-hmm. Roman sells the most merch because children are annoying and their parents will buy them shit to shut them up. Am I wrong? No. So, we're being force-fed. And I, and I hate being this guy because I feel like... I'm going to put this out there for everyone. He is currently tapping his hands on a John Cena towel. Right. This is this right here is exactly my point. Yeah. This towel represents exactly what I'm referring to. The desire to never give up? Shut up. We spent a, 10 years being force-fed John Cena because he sold a lot of merch. Mm-hmm. Right, the WWE in, the, in that 10 years had some great matches, had some great shows. As a product, it did. It went nowhere. I would almost say we're still in the ruthless aggression. That era. is exactly what I was just about to say. Nothing. I don't say it's a ruthless aggression era. <coughs> Excuse me. No, but John Cena coming out and saying ruthless aggression wouldn't be out of place right now. No, it wouldn't. And I would. I would shit on it too. By the way, I would spend at least twenty minutes complaining about it. Um, what if he did it in rap form? I would still complain about it. Okay. Because he's probably. Can't, I don't know if his skills as rapping are still on there. Well, I'll just I, I'd like to find out. But here's the thing: I, I like, wouldn't doubt that he walked around his giant mansion rapping to himself. Part of the reason why John Cena was over as over as he was was because, well, he before he became Super Cena, he was actually over. I popped for John Cena when he returned at the Royal Rumble. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I was I, while well, I was never the biggest Cena fan. I think everyone popped for Cena, right? Just like everyone popped for The Rock at Survivor Series when he debuted, and then they hated him a week later. No, he hated him six months later. Okay, fair but, but more or less. In fact, that's in a week, then wrestling terms, that's a week. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get the same thing for the next ten years, and it's going to make me very sad. So what you're saying is Roman needs some time off. Uh, what I'm saying is Roman needs to turn heel, and I hate saying that because I... It, it, nothing, the shield should be heel. Right! Here's the thing. You can't just show up and powerbomb a face through a table and be faces the next week. Apparently you can't. Right, exactly. Ambrose is being a crazy person, so... Okay, he, he can powerbomb somebody to the table and still be faced. Right. Roman is feuding technically with Braun. That makes sense. And then what What the hell is Rollins doing? And he comes out and he's smiley baby face man and beats up... up, up uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. What's his uh, catchphrase? Burn it down. Maybe he's just burning things. Right. But those are all attributes of heels. They are. Yeah. Every single one of them. Roman coming out and saying, this is my yard. Claiming ownership of the show, of the ring, heel attribute. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins saying he's going to burn it down, disrupt the establishment, while defending a title. That's a, that's a face move. Kind of. But... That's an Austin-esque Austin That's an anti-hero move. Yes. That, we'll call it the anti-hero He's move. more hero than he is anti-hero, but, he, but I'm, I'm not on the same page. Okay. Dean is wild card. Yeah. He's Mick Foley. He can be wherever he if, wants. If we're going to throw this into Attitude Era stuff. Uh, I don't even want to compare it to Attitude I, I, Era, but go ahead. Roman is your rock. 
mm-hmm. where he should be flipping every so often. Sure. Get Seth Rollins is your Austin. Yeah. Where he's going to flip once, maybe twice. Oh, wait. He already went to the authority and came back. Mm-hmm. Just like Austin did. Yeah. And... Dean straight up is your McFoley. He can do whatever he wants he at can, any point. And at any it, point it in time, will make sense. And you don't know if he's face, heel. One day he's helping DX, the next day DX is kicking his ass. Right. So you don't know what's going on. But at the end of the day, that made sense and it worked. We're missing that third leg. We're missing... The, we're missing the part where Roman is the heel that turns no, on. No, no, we're just missing the storytelling aspect of it. They're just throwing shit out there and hoping for the best. It's the same thing on SmackDown with Becky Lynch. You want to turn her? She's she might actually be able to get over it here because what it's what happens when you have ability on the mic. Yeah, and you and you're and you're actually convincing. That's actually right. That's it right there. Roman Reigns is incapable of convincing me that he is a good guy. I think he's incapable of convincing us he's a good guy because his look and the way says he speaks otherwise. says otherwise. If you were to tie his hair back and put him in. Classier clothing. I'm not saying put him in a suit because that's kind of my line lately. Has been mm-hmm. put him in his fucking suit. Right. But I'm not gonna say turtleneck because we know he looks like shit in a turtleneck. Right. Yeah. And he looked garbage. Um, like, he's the reason why they slacks in a polo though would look weird. He look he would look like Raven when he was Johnny Polo. That's fair. Um, I'm trying to think. Just something classier than a fucking riot outfit. How about we put him in a t-shirt? Here's an idea. Ring gear. Yeah. Actual wrestling. I don't know if I want to see him in ring he, he actually doesn't look bad. I don't. I would have to take your word on that one because I haven't seen. You can find old stuff from FCW of him wearing trunks, and mm-hmm. it doesn't look bad. He looks like a wrestler. What an idea! Uh, Here's you know thing. what? Put him in a uh, Big Show style one arm. Nah, that singlet. would look weird. You, you got. You can only be a giant wearing one of those. I don't know. I think he could pull it off because of his uh, pectoral region would work for it. Nah, it, it worked for the King, but it, it doesn't even look good on King anymore. Well, this King's ancient. Right, but you got to be a giant to fill one of those things out, man. It, okay. it just doesn't look right. Maybe maybe because Big E can do it, I'm yeah. thinking that, but right. he's not jacked like Big E is. Big E's a monster. Speaking of Big E, we've talked about Raw yeah, too I've, much. I've had enough of Raw. I will complain more about Roman maybe next week. We'll see. Most likely next week. If I watch Raw. So we're going to open up the show with SmackDown, and we're going to get your five-time... Five-time! Tag team. Five-time! Five-time! I have to say it five times. Don't you dare be sour. You, you yeah. said, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. But don't you dare be sour. They are the five-time tag team champions. Which is disappointing because that means that I believe that they actually got that they're getting the titles because uh, Rowan got hurt. I think so. Yeah. Um, um, which I'm not mad that they are five-time champions. I'm no, because I hope they hit seven, eight, nine-time champions eventually. I don't want them to break up. I would love them to stay together and have singles runs. Yeah, no, I think they should stay together and have singles runs and be a stable and not be just a tag team. Right. Um, but they are the five-time tag team champions. We get a little ditty with Booker T. And, uh, yeah, they come out and they start doing their uh, their spiel. The Stanley Cup was a nice touch because they were still in Toronto. I, you know what? I didn't get it at first and then I, then I remember them, I heard Corey say something about being in Toronto. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, no, still in Toronto. And uh, Corey Graves said, uh, made fun of the Maple Leafs not getting the uh, Stanley Cup since the 60s. Well, that's because they are garbage. Go Sabres. Sabres. Um... But they're now inducted into the five-time, 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 
Five-time championship club. There we go. By Booker T. Well, yes. not, not Booker T. I'm sorry. Booker T didn't make an appearance. King, King Booker was in the house. When I heard the, can you dig it? I'm like, oh, book. And then it did the, oh, the, the royal music. I was yeah. like, King Booker. Uh, immediately, that's what I did. And then Corey did the King Booker. Which Laura, Laura was very confused. And uh, when I was watching this this afternoon with Jess, um, she was like, huh? What? Oh, it's King yeah. Booker. And then he comes out. He does I this entire promo. I loved. Oh, it was great from start. It to was like reading a Thor comic. <laughs> the way they were talking, the the synchronicities of uh, the archaic mo- form of speech they were using mm-hmm. to make myself sound like a pretentious bastard for a moment. Yeah, we are. Was great because you're not dealing with Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. You're dealing with King, King Booker. Booker. And it's amazing. You know what this was missing? What's that? Another Queen, Spinneroonie? Well, that and Queen Charmel. Yeah, Queen Charmel was not around. Um, I was kind of upset about that. Disappointed. Um, I was kind of upset that Big E did not get a title. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, because um, Big he, is his title. Yeah. You know, I, 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 was, I actually I thought, said to myself, I go, that makes sense. It makes sense. Because he used to be Big E, e Langston. Langston. Yeah. yeah. Um... Though Big E the Strong would have been nice, just because yeah. you would have the brave, well, uh, the courageous, yeah, and the strong. Yeah, you had to do something to, to continue the segment. Yeah, but you continue the segment, the Saxton joke was hilarious. Did you just Saxton me? Because it's a double entendre uh-huh. for people who are history buffs and people who are wrestling buffs. Yes. Um, and then Booker looks like he's going to just axe kick uh, Big E. Instead, he actually inducts him into the five-time club. Yes, it was a good. It was overall just a great, great, great segment. Club. The Spinneroonies. I was actually just getting the crown off of Booker T's head was hilarious. Yeah, because Xavier's just like trying to like pull it off, and like his dreads are just caught in it. Yeah. The time. Um, and then he's like, "Oh crap, the dreads! I yeah. realize it now. Yeah. I fixed it." Gets a crown off. Booker can still pull it off. Yeah, in a suit too. In a suit. Well, he took the jacket off, but still. Yeah, um. Xavier can do it. I was this Kofi can do it. That he didn't. Actually, we were sitting there thinking about when we watched it. It was funnier. Oh, it was that they funny. had to do the what they did with it and well, spin Biggie yeah. instead of. I just thought him it'd be a nice touch up. if he actually did it. I don't know if Big E's pecs would let him. I don't do think it. he could actually do it. I don't know. Um. Um. Actually, Big E's a really I, athletic guy. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's that. I think his thighs are just too big for him to physically use them to spin himself. Like okay. I don't, think he, I don't think he could just... Scary big guy. Right, I don't think he can swing his body like that. No, I don't think he could. But that did lead into... Oh, yes. The the tag, the, the first of the two triple threat matches that we're going to have. The first thing that you said to me was, why are the clones on television? The first thing I texted Michael today... Not, hey, are we hanging hanging out doing the podcast, or what time are you going to be over? Why, Why the they... fuck are the colognes on TV? Which, <laughs> admittedly, at the first time when I when I was watching SmackDown Live, I uh, I went, where the hell have they been? <laughs> I know that... One of them's been... I know uh, I Primo, think Primo's been Primo's hurt. Primo's been hurt, but it was just like, just such a random addition. Yeah. To which Mike responds to my text message, you can't get over if you're not on TV. Which is fact. It's a fact. You can't. Um... To which my response, just so we could share it with everyone, was, I don't want them to be over unless they're selling me timeshares. And I'm going to give you the same reaction that I gave you the first time. Michael has extended his middle <laughs> finger and shown it in my direction. 
I don't know. I liked the Shining Stars better than just the Colognes. I mean, they're basically the same characters. But they, they had personality when they were selling timeshares. They were in a match. They didn't even get an entrance on television. Yeah, that's you don't know what they're doing. That's fair. That's fair. Um, they're, they're probably not doing that anymore because that was a garbage gimmick, by the way. <laughs> no, they're, they're not doing that anymore. Uh, they're at least not the wrong ethnicity. No, they are definitely Puerto Rican now. Yeah, they're, um, they're not Mexicans. No, actually, they they had they showed really good in this match. That ma- the, the actually, yeah, they put on a decent match. Um, yeah, so don't shit on them and say they can't wrestle because they definitely. I never have. said they can't wrestle. Not I you. Just, I'm saying okay. to, to the people that I'm looking at when I look at the microphone. He does look you. at the microphone a lot. I, well, that's what I'm t- when I'm talking to the people. Okay. I want to look at them. I can't see them, but I'm looking at them. Okay. This thing looks like an eyeball. It does. We have the microphone that we use looks like an eyeball, so I stare at it when I'm talking to you folks. I'm staring right into your eyes right now. This is getting a little weird. It's a little uncomfortable from here. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Seamus uh, and Cesaro beats the club and the colognes. Uh, they get entrance in the latest of the mini tournaments for the tag team title. Right. Well, Can we have an actual feud over these titles well, and not just thing, tournament is, after this tournament? Is, this is more so... You know, them throw, cobbling something together because of people getting hurt. Okay, um, so I'm gonna take my glasses off, rub my face a little bit mm-hmm. to, to deliver this one. How about we put them on a fucking pole? Because that's what they're doing with these tournaments. Yeah, uh, they are Vince Russoing the fuck out of yeah, these. They belts. are just kept using the same thing over and over again. That is very, very that is not lost on me for sure. Yeah. Um, Except instead of putting Viagra on a pole or Judy Bagwell on a forklift, we're just putting a tournament on TV. Okay. You know, I should have asked Buff about his mom being on a forklift when I was at a bar with him recently. Yeah, you should have. You know the really most the, the the weirdest thing in the world is is watching people Google the people that you're standing next to. <laughs> when when I turn around and I see Buff's face on a on a on a Google page and I just start giggling and he and he and he knows why I'm laughing is the best part. Yeah. Just a little fun fact with you guys. Um, no. How, how was that night, by the way? That was a good time. It was a great okay, time. Okay, cool. The, the show got rained on a little bit, but uh, and I I nearly broke my foot, but that's a different story altogether. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, so about stunners. I you don't you don't sit out when you take a stunner, folks. Um, just just keep that in mind. Pro tips. Pro tips. All right. Don't sit down. Um, though at the end of the match, uh, for the tag team match, it was actually a pretty good match. Oh, the match was uh, the match probably was the great. best triple threat tag team match we've seen in the last six months on SmackDown. Um, yeah. I watch a lot of I watch a lot of wrestling in WWE. Probably yeah. the best one. Yeah. When I say the best one, I'm talking WWE. There's in nothing that comes off of my head. Yeah, well, it's one of the few triple threat tag matches. That right, we have the last one. They're at least not doing a single elimination singles tournament for right. tag it's matches. It's just two triple threat matches. The winners face each other to get the. It's not really even a tournament, but it is. They, but they use the verb tournament, which didn't make any sense. Yeah, no. Um, um, next I, week we get the we get. Oh my god! Like I just said, almost said the ascension. No, we get sanity. We get Sanity versus the Usos versus Aiden English and, and Rusev. Rusev. Um, we'll call them Rusev Day for the sake of that's what they're calling them. tag team. That's what that's what Paige called them. Okay, um, I was kind of half paying attention. Yeah, no, Paige. She calls them promo. Rusev Day. Um, yeah, that, that, that match should be interesting. 
I'm uh, very... my, my problem with it is that the uh, sanity is just getting buried, so let's not use these guys. Yeah, I, I would prefer if they didn't because I hope that Rusev Day is going to win this match. Well, that's the thing is Rusev Day is going to win the match. Mm -hmm. They're going to beat the bar, and mm -hmm. then they're going to face the New Day. They're going to lose with the New Day. But it's going to be a very entertaining match. Sure, and then we're going to get Rusev versus Aiden English for six months. Okay. Because Rusev is the best. Lana number one. I did too many claps. Okay. It felt good, though. Can If we're going to do that, can we do how we ended 2016 for Sheamus and Cesaro? As champions? Best of seven. 2016, not 2017. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, because I don't want to see a best of seven between two guys that are completely un uh, unmatched. Okay. Rusev, is, in theory, should destroy English based on their look and the way that they wrestle. That's fair. Doesn't make any sense. Okay. But I, I'm only saying this because it, I'm pessimistic about where it's going to go. I want them together. As if they team. get the title, that would be great. Right. Uh, SmackDown's tag division is also just trash. So Both, I, both me, tag divisions uh, in general phrase, are just trash. The tag divisions are trash. As I'm wearing my Matt Hardy shirt. Well, Matt's Matt. hurt. So. Matt is hurt. Yeah. Um, but that does allow us to move on a little bit. Um, let's first go into the other promos uh, page. Announces the tag teams, which we just talked about. Yep. Um, and then we get a video recap of last week's Charlotte Becky stuff, uh, leading into Charlotte and Carmella having a rematch later in the night. What's her name? Charlotte and Carmella. You said Carmella. Carmella. That's, a, that's another Italian woman's name, but <laughs> you're definitely wrong. I was thinking about roles. The, I get, you know, yeah. I, I, I kind of want a buttered hard roll right now. <laughs> I, I fuck up a bar, buttered hard roll. If you lived in Buffalo, you would know what we're talking Not about. Not even in Buffalo. Like or if, most if you, of New York State. Yeah, more, like you go out to Stewart's in the mm -hmm. east, on the east coast of the state, east part of the state. Mm -hmm. Stewart's is the best, man. Okay. Stewart's is number one. I did another too many class. <laughs> I, I love Stewart's. If you are from central or eastern New York, I love Stewart's. Bring me some Stewart's. Okay. That's it. Moving on. Um, we get a promo with Jeff and Jeff, RKO. Jeff's promos are increasingly more bizarre. And it's not like in a good way where it's like, oh, he's about to become Brother Nero. I'm just like, I am genuinely confused by what this man is saying. Um, yeah, he's kind of spouting gibberish. How, are, how is this the Hell in a Cell match from SmackDown? Uh, how? Um, it's because Jeff painted RKO on the side of his face. We have AJ Styles... And Samoa Joe and effectively a blood feud right now. And why is that not in a Hell in a Cell? How is that not the Hell in a Cell match? Because that Because gimmick pay-per-views are for sissies! Because that might end up being a tag team match, player. I got nothing. I have no reason why that isn't in the Hell in a Cell. That, that, that should be the SmackDown. You could have just agreed with me then. Yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah, but the Teddy Long reference was there. Oh, that's good, but it was it forced. It was forced. It was forced. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, that's just a genuine question that I have. No, I, I, uh, I, when they announced it, I go, I just went, well, that doesn't make any much sense. If but we were doing a Hell in a Cell pay per view, I kind of wanted to see the cell, the, uh, the cell on the ring all night. If we're going to call a fucking Hell in a Cell, every match should be a Hell in a Cell match. Well, you know how I feel about this. Yeah. And I'll give you a one word answer. This no. pay per view should be called something else. No, no, no. One word answer. No. Yeah. Actual answer? Why are we still using Hell in a Cell as a pay-per-view name? Yeah, why? We could be using these gimmicks throughout the year, make them special. Or when they make sense. Yeah, like, I don't know, a fucking blood feud. We're getting, we're very vulgar. I'm sorry, listeners. We're just, this episode is rated R for, these guys are dicks. 
I might have to clip that and use that later. Hold on to that. Save that as a file. Put that on your desktop. Yeah. Put that in a, on a sound, bo- a sound board for when you're playing games. Okay, I might do that. You should start just using clips of my voice to piss people off while you're playing WoW. Yeah, I could do that. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, but moving on, uh, it was a weird promo. Yeah, you know, like, I'm not, like... Okay, my biggest thing is, we, we know you're the Apex Predator, we know you're the Viper, we know you're the Legend Killer, stop fucking saying it. Yeah, uh, Jeff's gonna jump off the cell and die. Yeah. If Jeff wasn't hurt, that's why he dropped the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. If Jeff wasn't hurt, which he hasn't really wrestled in the last couple weeks. Well, it's because he's hurt. Because he's hurt. Why the fuck are you putting him anywhere near a goddamn fucking cell? To write him off television. So, you're giving him the Sami Zayn treatment? Yep. You're giving him the Kevin Owens treatment? No. Uh, you're giving him the McFoley treatment? No. No, he didn't do it, no. Mick, Mick, Nick could have died. Like, uh, they'll have... No, I'm, I'm thinking, wasn't there another Hell in a Cell match there you get from Not TV? with Mick. Not with Mick, no. No. Mick was ever, only ever in the... Sean? It, Mick was only in Triple H and with Undertaker. Okay. And he didn't go through the cage with Triple H. He, okay. he got pedigreed on top of it. Okay. Which I nearly shit my pants watching. Because he almost went through it? Royal Rumble 01 was really good. There's that whole pay-per-view. Yeah, I'll have to double-check that. Is that 01 or is that 99? It's either two... It's 01 two, is the return of Cena. Yeah, no it's not. It's, that's way too early for the is return it? of Cena. Cena's like 20, 2008. Is it? I don't know. My Cena, timeline's Cena off. wasn't on the main roster until like 02, 03. So here's my issue with watching the Royal Rumbles is I've watched them in order. Oh, 06 is when But when you watch the pay-per-view on the network and you just let it play through, it'll literally just play rumble match after rumble match after rumble match. So yeah, you kind of lose track of where they are. Oh, that's true. I don't watch pay-per-views like that. I just kind of find matches. And... I only do that right before the rumble. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't care enough. I know who won the rumbles. It's more of the gimmicks. Like, I love seeing Beth Phoenix fake kissing the great Cully and throwing him out of the ring. Because Beth Phoenix is fucking awesome. I'm sure Edge likes that too. Edge probably hates that. <laughs> um, but... I would love to see him come back and wrestle. Ed? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see that because he'd die. I don't want to see him die. Yeah, I don't want to see that, so I don't even think about it. If Bionic Neck. Move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's going to be this year's Hell in a Cell for SmackDown. Yay! Uh, Jeff's yay, going to die. Um, I have a feeling Matt might interfere in that. Nah. Or Matt will take him and collect his broken yeah, body. Yeah, Matt's going to take his body. And, like, just Matt like, and Bray are going to come out with a stretcher. And you take his broken body to the lake of reincarnation. I, I genuinely hope that that happens. I think that would be awesome. That would be awesome. That, I, that would allow him to move brands. Not, not even that. Just, you don't even need to. Just to have them show up and take him. Just yeah. Well, no. If they want to do the broken hardies as a group. I don't think they do. They might, may or may not. Yeah. If they will let, It would let them do it. Right. Honestly, just tele- having them teleport in. Take it. Like, just grab him. Like, they just put their hands on him. And then they teleport out. It'd be fine. No, I kind of want to see them come in like, like Harley a, Quinn and Joker style, fake, dressed up as EMTs, and then just oh, that them. would be awesome! <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, if you want to put some humor to the broken universe, right? Let Matt be a doctor. Let no, Bray just be have Harley. Them both be EMTs, just doing you know, their stupid smiles. Like you, <laughs> no, no, they, they have the mask, and then they lower no, the mask. No, 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 they don't. No, that you don't even need the mask because they're just so crazy that they think they're incognito just by wearing the outfit. That would or be even just the hats. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just EMT hats. Yeah. As a former EMT, I wore a hat everybody <laughs> knew I was an EMT. Yeah. So, uh, that would be hilarious. That would be cool. That would be cool. They won't happen because uh, uh, the creative team hates us and they don't want us to have anything fun. Because they won't let Matt have his way. Yeah. Because uh, if they know. let Matt write broken, it would be great. 
It probably would have been better for sure. Yeah. I don't know if we'll... Um, so, moving on. Um, cool. How about uh, your girl, Billy Kay? I love me some Billy. Uh, she gets a win over Naomi. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is more sad. After Peyton kicked Naomi in the face. Yeah, of course. I don't want to, you know, technicalities. Yeah. Um, the thing with that is I think this is more so setting up Naomi's, like, why isn't anybody helping me run? Because her best, her friends are supposed to be Charlotte and Becky. And they're fighting each other. Right. And then, like, on Twitter, she's like, I guess I'll have my own back then. Yeah. Or, or it's like, I, oh, I'll pay somebody to have my back then or something like that. So you, this actually might be, oh, damn it, I just realized that this might mean the return of Tamina. It might be the return of Tamina, or it could be the return of Naomi with the Usos. Yeah, I guess so. But the Usos are face. Yeah, she's a face. That's true. Why would they not help? That's kind of a heel thing to do. What, show up and give her some backup? Yeah. Not really. That's true. Not when one of them's your husband. That's true. I'll give you that. Speaking of that, I think that's the next segment, right? Uh, and then, oh, speaking of that, uh, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella called the Miz a coward. No, the Miz is a coward. Because he's a heel. He's a swarmy heel coward. And that's why he's number 10 on the PWI 500 list. And number one in our hearts. Mine for sure. Yeah. As a real life heel. Yeah. Myself. Um, it was an okay promo. Um, and then Daniel Bryan versus CN. Which was amazing. I thought that was a great match. It was a very technical match. It was was a a great match. It was a really great match to start it. Um, The fact that they ran a commercial breakthrough, it is insulting. (laughs) They think they did picture in picture. I know they they did, but I can't can't watch a match in picture in picture. I just can't do it. I get distracted by commercials. That's fair. You are marketing susceptible. No, I'm not, because I shit on the commercials the entire time I'm watching. You are marketing harassment. Yeah, I'm, I feel genuinely harassed by advertisements. Oh, I figured you harassed the advertising. I do. I scream at them. Okay. Uh, watching television with me is not fun. I wouldn't doubt that watching television with you is you're actually quiet during the show, and then you are the guy who talks at the screen only during the commercials, and as soon as the commercials end, you sit back down, oh, I have a beer. Well, basically, that's me in a nutshell, actually. <laughs> because it, Well, the funny thing is, though, is my cousin will talk to me while I'm watching things, because he's my roommate. And you'll ignore him. No, I can't because he just keeps talking. So I like I have to try and listen to him while I'm watching a match. So if you're saying if you came over and watched the paper, we would literally sit there until a commercial break because they have commercial breaks and eat pretzels. I would make comments, and then we'd actually talk about the match. When I'm watching break. wrestling with somebody that is a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. I like banter. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, I do. Gen- I try to sit quietly and enjoy it because mm-hmm. I am here. I, this is something for me to enjoy. I'm trying to at least. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, like having Laura and my cousin Mark there watching Raw and SmackDown with me the last couple weeks has been the only way I've gotten through it because the f- three of us shit on it together. Okay. So yeah, uh, great match. Oh uh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Match. Uh, I yeah, that's causes what... uh, the Miz causes the DQ. Let's CN do the hammerlock DDT, yep. which looks a lot better on a smaller opponent than on Rusev. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the Miz held uh, Brian while Selena Vega and Maurice screwed up Brie, who then I like the seeing Maurice actually hit her finish. That was nice. Yeah, I re- people are like, "Oh, Maurice was actually a wrestler at one point. She was actually a pretty damn good wrestler." Yeah. No. Spe- speaking of people that carried the Divas division, mm-hmm. Maurice. Oh, you know that person that was found on Diva Search? Hey, it happens from time to time. Yeah. Can you name one person still wrestling who was found on Tough Enough? If wrestling for WWE. Uh, I was going to say Marty the Moth, but no. Um, who follows me on Twitter? Shout out to Marty. 
Yeah. Thank you, Marty, for following Mike. Well, you followed me a long time ago. Big fan of Marty the Mall. Hashtag pride, brother. Um, I'm a big Lucha Underground fan, too. I, I honestly don't can't think of anybody from Tough Enough that is still with the company. Because the guy that Silent Rage or whatever the hell is, Andy. Andy. Andy got released because Andy got released. I don't know why he got released. He probably sucked. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you pick somebody from a reality show for the most part. is Not a single winner of any of those did much of anything. But God were most of the people, other people included with those good. Morrison was in there. Josh mm-hmm. Matthews, who ended up becoming a pretty decent commentator for a few years until he went to a different company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the Boogeyman, who was not a great wrestler but a good personality. You had numerous women who... at at varying levels of, uh, of success. Maria Maurice Kanellis. is still around. Maurice is, Maria Canellis is one of the most creative minds in wrestling. Paul Heyman said that himself. Why is she not a creative then? Uh, because she has a broken wrist and she's managing her husband. And she just could... had a baby. And I don't find any of those things... Well, and there's having all... a baby... Yeah, and there's also not a single female member of the writing staff. Yeah, I think there's only ever been one in the short term. I, I, there was, and I, I believe you know that because I went over that last week. Did we go over that last week? I, I specifically made a point of it okay. at least last week or the week before. So good for you retaining some knowledge. Yeah, hey. I Shout out I heard, to you, Adam. I thought I heard Pritchard talk about it. The other he week. might have. Okay. Shout out to Pritchard. You're awesome. Anyways. Um, yeah, so... Bleh. Yeah. SmackDown was eh. One match left. Uh, oh, AJ Styles recapped Samoa Joe's attack last week. I didn't pay attention to that promo. What was it? Uh, trash. Was it? Okay. Because I, all I saw was Joe on the Titantron in the back on a cell phone. Yeah, he uh, he called and said he was going to be at the back-to-school barbecue. Oh, okay. I t- had totally forgotten what was going on. I started watching a YouTube video during the commercial break. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, I didn't realize that the promo had been going on until like halfway through. And I was like, I'll just watch it later. Yeah. And then AJ uh, goes to look for Joe to no avail. So. Yeah. I was wa- I was watching that with the sound off. And I was like, what? Is he about to get jumped or something? Oh, by the way, the guy that ch- popped up out of nowhere there, his name is Buck Gunderson. He's a worker. And I met him at that last show that I worked. Shout out to Buck. He was a good guy. I really liked him. Fair enough. He's, all, he's also a former referee. He got trained at um, uh, Santino's place over in, uh, right outside of Toronto in Mississauga. Okay. Fun cool. fact for you. Cool. Shout out to you. Shout out to Buck. Buck Gunderson. That's a name and a half. That's a That's old a... school 80s wrestling name. Uh-huh. And next up we have Junkyard Dog versus Buck Gunderson. Buck Gunderson. Like, get Finkel to announce that. Right? Exactly. All right. Uh, last match on the card for SmackDown Live was the Women's Championship match where Charlotte retained against Carmella. Good match. That Charlotte has brought back natural selection. She hasn't been using it for a while. Right. It was. It, I. I like. She's using it as a transitional move now. She uses it to finish in the in the women's in the uh, the SummerSlam match. Yes, she uses a finish in the SummerSlam match. She uses a transitional here to put in the figure four into the figure eight. Yeah, I, I would like to see her use it more, maybe as a finish and just kind of vary it up. Yeah, having more than one finish is a good idea. I miss the days when wrestlers had three finishers. You don't even necessarily need three. Just have something else. Well, no, you have, you have a submission and two non-submissions. Well, that's what finishes. it is. Is if 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 you're gonna have a submission finish, you have to have some kind of move because you can't always use a submission. If you're in a if you're, if, if you're Daniel Bryan, you can have two submissions and the knee. Yeah, he the does. running knee is great. He's got you the have knee the bar. S-lock and you got the knee bar. He hasn't used the knee bar since cast, but yeah, which isn't actually all that long ago. No. Um, 
The Miz has the Skull Crushing Finale. And technically the figure four. And the figure four. Um, Andrade has the double knee and the... Uh, yeah, the double knee is occasionally used as a... And hammerlock DDT. Yeah. Finn has the uh, coup de gras and the... Uh, oh, uh, coup de gras. Mm-hmm. So we... he, he has won a match with the 1976 as well. Okay. Which is basically just a lifting uh, hammerlock DDT. Um, Omega's got 18 different finishers. No, he usually just uses the one wing angel. Or no. The, or, or he'll just V-trigger the shit out of you. Yeah. So. But he's also got Exadukin and Hadouken and... No, oh, yeah, I always forget about those. He's got the Wiley, Dr. Wiley Bomb and the ex-Dr. Wiley Bomb. He's got yeah. variants on his He's just moves. got a great... <clears throat> he's got a great moveset. Yeah, in general. He's just got a gigantic moveset, too. He's the Mortal Kombat character where you can't memorize all the moves. Because there are too many. Yeah. Uh, and he's got six fatalities. Omega wins. Yeah. That needs to be a soundbite. Actually, speaking of Omega, All In is this Sunday. All In is this Sunday. Yeah. Um, we're still talking about this yeah, real quick. I, I'm just saying. I'll, I'll, no, it's Saturday, not Sunday. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, this is a really good match between Charlotte and, um, oh my god, Carmella. Carmella, my girl, Carmella. Um, I always, I always, she's so believable when she's selling, Cal- Carmella is, Yeah. that I genuinely for a moment thought that she was in pain in the figure eight. Yeah, I just like, for a moment. Just for a moment, I was like, oh yeah, now I remember I, that I did have to applaud her. What? I, I had to applaud her for something. What's that? Other than her in-ring performance, because she was great, mm-hmm. like she normally is. Um, her tan has finally reached the level that matches her tights. <laughs> that it, has been a sticking point for you for a few weeks now, too. It's been annoying. I mean, I don't give a shit about a girl's tan or anything. But, but it's finally got to a point where it's close I, enough that it I, wasn't bothering me throughout I the I didn't notice, so I just... Yeah. Well, you you haven't noticed every time I brought it up. I don't, because I don't care. I know you don't care. But, uh, no. Um, Charlotte needs to bring out the black... Uh, Robe more often because that one's probably her coolest one. Yeah, I like the pink one actually at SummerSlam. I like the pink get up. Okay. I thought it would look good, but I also like I just like pink in general. That's fair. It's a good color. Yeah. Um, it's very close to purple. Yeah, I like purple. But and then uh, we get Becky at the end of it with. Oh, she destroys Charlotte for a minute. I love it. I love she is the, way it's, the it's best heel running right now. I wouldn't say that. Uh, really? Because I don't want her to be a heel. She's a heel. She's not. She's currently. She's not. Anti-hero. She's not. You, you have to give me three weeks of consecutive heel th- heel mission, then you're a heel. Po- uh, SummerSlam? Doesn't count. Why not? That was just the start of the term. Because okay. we, we still don't know where she was from last week, because she was kind of in between, and the fans were still cheering for her. See, okay. because you have to say, I say three weeks because they might decide to turn it around and have Charlotte be the heel now, based on the reaction. Charlotte did have a, kind of a heel promo. Wait, the that's, that's the most confusing thing about all of this is they have acted in the in the inverse of what they are doing. Yeah, or supposed to be. Charlotte is a natural heel. Becky's a natural face. I get it. You want her to do something different. Charlotte's a shit face. She's not that good. She's kind of boring. No, she's very boring. You remember when Rick was a face? He's boring. Rick Rude. Rick Flair. Oh. Her father. Oh, Why Bobby Rude. Also shit face. Anyone who wears a robe that is a is. shit face. That's what I'm getting to here. Okay. Because they all wore a robe. Who else wears a robe? Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan? No. He never wore a robe. No, no, he didn't wear a robe. Who am I thinking of? Shit. Macho Man! Macho Man wore a robe? Sort of. Kind of. He had that cloak. More of a cloak, yeah. Um, um, oh, uh, Gorgeous George. Heel. Um, 
Not Bobby the Brain Heenan. Who had that? Somebody close to Bobby the Brain Heenan had a rub. No. No. Uh, Ted DiBiase? No rub. Fur coat. Mm-hmm. No Vince's. Rub. Vince's fur coat. Yeah. Anyways, but that's the point. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. People with mm-hmm. robes shouldn't be faces. Oh, Where uh, is Bobby? Larry the King. Larry the King? Larry the King all yeah. Jerry? Jerry, yeah. <laughs> you, you mean I'm Jerry? also getting tired. Yeah. Yeah. Also a heel. And a shit face. <laughs> exactly the point. Yeah. But he wore a robe. He did. We're on the same page with this. Why yeah. are we arguing? Because at this point, we're just trying to figure out everyone who wore a robe. That's true. So, well, that's the... SmackDown ends with Becky calling Charlotte a bitch, which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Just like, you bitch. And just yeah. drops the title on her. That was awesome. That was great. Uh, that's... Because you know what? That's what we all were thinking. Yeah. Mike, if you had a uh, an attempt at a uh, title, and I won a triple threat, or won a match to make it a triple threat, I'd just stand on the outside and help you out, and then uh, not pin you. Yeah. Because I'm your friend. Yeah. And, I you're, would, I would and you're a heel, so you're going to beat me with a chair anyways. Yeah, I was gonna slam you, I'll slam your head into a post, just for, just for good measure. No, I, you would let me help you. Yeah, and then I would throw you into a post. Oh, yeah. No, you throw me into a post, and then you'd throw me into the other post. Mm-hmm. And then you throw me into the corner uh, and then chop the just, shit out I'd of me. I'd probably spare you through a barricade just to make sure you were down and then go hit my finish on somebody. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, Especially not. if it's a ladder match. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so that's Ron Smackdown in a nutshell. Um, <clears throat> sorry about my voice, you know, getting a little froggy there. It's not that bad. I keep going in and out, coughing. Yeah. Uh, Raw was garbage. Smackdown had some redeeming qualities. Smackdown... the. Match until Braun decided to call it quits was okay. I didn't. I just didn't care for the whole thing in, in general. No, you're. I enjoyed the beatdown, but it didn't make any sense. So, no, it was a shitty beatdown. Yeah, um, and then um, SmackDown was all around fine. Okay, so um, how about we call a match of the week? Oh, my match of the week uh, coming from two hundred five, Kalisto and Buddy Murphy. Oh, I would not doubt that's a great match. I haven't watched it yet. The f- crowd actually chanted. What did they chant? 205, and this is awesome. There was enough crowd left to get a chant? There usually is. They're just very low energy, generally. It's, it is Toronto, so they are a big wrestling town. They are a big wrestling town. They're a big loud town. Yeah, they like being loud. They like to invade this city when the leaves are playing here. They do, and I genuinely sell my tickets to them at an extremely overpriced. Okay. Thank you, Canada, for making me probably at least $2,000 over the last couple, last like two or three years. And, and thank you, uh, whatever the name of the arena is now, for selling him enough beer to make up that two thousand dollars. The key bank center. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they call it anymore. Yeah, they well, changed the name so well, much. Well, if I'm there, I'm not buying the beer. Fair enough. If I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my match of the week, uh, and then my match to watch hasn't happened yet. It's actually happening this Saturday at All In. It's Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Junior. That match, I have every expectation in the world, and I have no doubt in my mind that I will not be disappointed. It's going to be a freaking clinic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That entire card, top to bottom, is probably going to be one of the best wrestling shows ever. Yeah. Oh, actually, there was one piece of news that I did forget. Okay. Our Late bu- breaking news, everybody. That's my uh, that's my new sound. Um, I don't really know how to make sounds with my mouth. That doesn't occur. Stop it. Stop it. Neville's out of his contract. Neville let, got let go. Neville is officially out of his contract and is a... Apparently going to be at all in. Okay. So that's a little piece of a piece of information for people. Now take that with the grain of salt. I did get that from the internet, and the internet is always right. But 
it's a great possibility that Neville just bought a ticket and is going to watch the show. No, he's officially out of his contract. That is for sure. But he could have bought a ticket. Sure, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's out of his contract. He's no. free to work with whoever. He's free to work wherever. Uh, he doesn't have a non-compete. I don't think his contract had a non-compete. I don't know if it did or not, but he moved back to England a few months ago. So Okay. He was definitely done. Yeah. Unless he was going to be part of NXT UK, which I doubt they were going to let him come back after what he did. It has nothing to do with them letting him come back. It's that he didn't want to. Yeah. They wanted him back. Well, he was He's the... the King of the cruiserweights. It's not even that. He's just one of the best workers in the world. Yeah. Cruiserweight or not, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. He is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, but 205 and the whole cruiserweight division has been a big issue for the WWE. It could have been Losing straight. Austin Aries was a big blow. They fucked them. That, they shot themselves they, in the They fucked themselves yeah. horribly with that. Yep. Losing Neville's a big blow. Shot themselves in the foot. He should have been... He should have stayed on the main roster. He should never have gone to 205. He, no, he could have been on 205 Live. You don't have somebody like that continuously lose to Enzo Amore. Right. But he's a certified G and a bona fide stud. I'm going to punch you in the knee. <laughs> Fair enough. And you can't teach that. Um, That's aggression. Yeah. Would you say it was ruthless aggression? I'm going to stab you. All right, on that note, we're going to actually end the podcast before I get myself killed by Michael tonight. You guys have a great night. We'll see you next week. We're out. Later. Later.